Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapraset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Are you ready for the Word of God? Amen. The Bible says that God's people are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. So one of the responsibility of the church is to educate people the Word of God. So today I would like to continue to talk about the blessing, the blessing, T-H-E, specific blessing that God gave to Adam. Let me review a little bit by reading many scriptures here, and then I will continue to teach. In Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 28, then God said, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God. He created him, male and female. He created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God created Adam and Eve, and we are their offsprings. The book of Genesis, chapter 1 and 2, recorded the original purpose and the plan of God. As I mentioned from the last teaching, that when Adam became a living soul, spirit, and body, and he opened his eyes, the first thing that hit the eardrum of Adam was, I bless you. So the original plan of God for mankind is that we live with the blessing of God, or you can call the blessing of Adam. And then God put them in the garden, we call the Garden of Eden. In that garden, there was no sickness, there was no poverty, there was no fighting, wars, or hatred, or sin, and curses, and broken relationship. Everything was perfect like heaven. Even the presence of God show up in the cool of the day. And they have a great relationship between them and God and between husband and wife, Adam and Eve. But unfortunately, Adam blew it off. Adam did not obey God and listen to the devil. So he lost the blessing. The devil took the authority and the blessing away from Adam because he was disobeying God. He was rebellious against God. But the plan of God has never changed. He was looking around in the world for another man who will walk in faith and also obey him. Eventually, he found a man named Abraham or Abram. I believe that in this generation, he found many men in this church that act like Abraham have faith and obey Him and carry the blessing. You need to understand that God wants Adam to spread all over the world out of the Garden of Eden, which was a kind of area in the Middle East 
I believe is in Iraq area, the country of Iraq at that time, and the land to spread out with the offspring that believe in Jehovah, obey God, and the blessing follow all these offspring, and everywhere they went, the land would become the Garden of Eden. Spread not only the amount or the numbers of human being, but to spread the Garden of Eden out. But Adam did not make it, so God found Abraham. Who obey God, and God make a covenant with Abraham or Abraham, and promise him the blessing upon his life to the next generation and next generation. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 to 3, records the covenant that God make with Abraham. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, "Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you." And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. Everyone say bless. The blessing of Adam was the first original plan of God for mankind or humanity. Now God found Abraham, and He said the same thing: I bless you, and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Again, the same purpose and plan of God is being spoken to Abraham. God wants a man to carry the blessing and spread into his offspring, and everywhere he goes, he will bring the blessing. He will change the area into the Garden of Eden again. God wants Abraham to spread this blessing of God to all over the world, to many nations. Thank God. Even a person who was born in Thailand, like me, by background, I'm from Thailand. I got the blessing through Abraham by faith because of the blessing of God upon Abraham. Then the blessing went down to Isaac, passed into Jacob, passed into. Many generation until coming to Jesus Christ, which was called in the Bible the last Adam. Jesus was called the last Adam because the first Adam blew it off. He sinned against God. He did not obey God. But the last Adam, Jesus Christ, obeyed God one thousand percent, perfect in every way. He died on the cross. He took the curses and sin of mankind on his body. He passed the blessing of Adam, or the original blessing in the Garden of Eden, the blessing of Abraham upon those people who put their trust in Him, and we call Christians or believers joint heir with Christ. We are joint heir with Christ to receive the blessing of Abraham. Now, as a believer, we have the right to receive the blessing that God gave to Adam. To Abraham and to Jesus Christ, when you live in a country and you don't know the law and your right, you will be taken advantage of. Is that right? When I move to America, sometimes I have to call a lawyer to find out my right, so that people will not take advantage of me. The same thing you live on earth before you go to heaven. You need to know your right as a believer, and your right as a believer is that you can have the blessing of God. Upon your life, you look so excited. 
I don't know about you. I'm so excited that I have the blessing of Abraham upon my life. That's what the Bible say. And before Jesus went up to heaven, he spoke the word regarding the great commission. In the same way, he spoke to Adam and he spoke to Abraham. Look at what Jesus say before he went up to heaven. In Matthew chapter 28:19-20, "Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations." In other words, go therefore, help people to believe in me, to become my disciple, so that the blessing of Abraham will be upon them, and that blessing in Norway, in Sweden, in Thailand, in China, in Vietnam, in Cambodia. In South America, Central America, would spread out. The Garden of Eden would spread out again. The same message again, and baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In the Garden of Eden, God told Adam to trust Him and obey Him, not to touch the fruit of the tree. Talking about obedience. When I baptized the new believer in Switzerland and in Sweden this time, I told them that water baptism is a sign of Initial obedience. You obey God by putting yourself under the water and get wet, just to show I obey God, even though it sounds unreasonable to me. I'm g o i n g to obey God. So this is the command of obedience, and teaching them to observe or to obey all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. God say, now we are the joy heir with Christ. We receive the blessing of Abraham. We should not just keep the blessing to ourselves. We should teach our children, like Abraham taught his children Isaac, grandchildren Jacob, and then that blessing will go on from the generation to generation to generation. And then we witness to our neighbors, our friend, that they will join in to know Jesus Christ, and the blessing will be upon them. And eventually, the blessing will spread all over the earth. And he said that all authority in this world, under the earth and in heaven, belong to me. And you get the authority. You remember, God gave authority to Adam. So now authority came back to us through Jesus Christ. And the original plan of God has not changed. To the last book of the Bible, the first book, Genesis one, I bless you. Then in the book of Genesis, God bless Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Then go down. To Jesus, God blessed Jesus to have authority to raise the dead, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to stop the wind, to multiply the food, the bread, and the fish, and then that blessing passed into us. And at the last book of the Bible, you see the will of God has not changed. In Revelation chapter 22, talking about God brings the Garden of Eden back and the Tree of Life back into the earth. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse, no more curse, only the blessing. In the end time, when Jesus come back, but the throne of God and the Lamb shall be in it, and His servants shall serve Him. They shall see His face, and His name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. 
they they need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God give them light, and they shall reign forever. Talking about the coming back of the eternal garden, God gonna put the eternal garden at the end. The first book Genesis, the garden. The end, the last book, the garden again. And there we're gonna live for eternity. No sickness, no disease, no curse in the garden. Come to this point in conclusion. It's His original plan of God, and this original plan of God has not changed. That He wants humanity, especially those who put their faith in Jesus and obey Him, to live in the blessing, and to have the blessing of God upon their life. The blessing of God is not just about having more money, having a nice new brand new car, or have a nice house. The blessing of God is involved or is impacting our life in everything: the soul, the spirit, the emotion, the financial thing, the material, the job, the wisdom, the traveling. Everything we do. The blessing of God gonna be there for us to help us, and not only that. When the blessing of God is upon us, everywhere we go, we will change the atmosphere of that place. We will change the land into the Garden of Eden. The blessing in us not only work for us, but it will work for people around us and the atmosphere and the condition around us, wherever you, the company you work for, whatever school you go to. In that classroom, when you show up, the blessing of God will show up at the same time. I'm going to show you the story in the Bible today of a man named Joseph, who had the blessing of God. But before I show that, I'd like to read this scripture one more time, okay, to remind you that when we talk about the blessing, there are two parties here. First party is God. God has done His job. He sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross, to get the blessing back to mankind. He did his job in the old time, two thousand years ago, and today he is doing his job by sending the agent, the person named the Holy Spirit, to dwell in us. And the Holy Spirit is the person who brings the blessing to us. The blessing come by a person named the Holy Spirit. That is his part, the first party. The second party is you and me. We need to do our part. And I'm going to read the scripture to show you that these two part has to be done in order to have the growing and fulfillment of the blessing of Abraham in our life. John chapter 14, verses 16 to 21. And I will pray the Father; He will give you another Helper. That he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans; I will come to you a little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live, and you will live also. But that day. You will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. I mean the Spirit of Jesus in us. 
So God did His part in the church era. He sent the Holy Spirit to be the agent in this earth to bring the blessing, to give us wisdom, understanding, power, favor, grace, direction. Everything that we need in the blessing comes from the Holy Spirit. And now, verse 21, we need to do our part. What do we do? He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be also loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Our part of remaining in the blessing, of getting more blessing of God, is to walk in obedience. We need to obey God. Adam blew the blessing away because he disobeyed. Abraham received the blessing because he obeyed God. Jesus had all the blessing because he obeyed God 1,000%. Obedience to the Word of God and to the Spirit of God is the key to have the blessing in our life. Amen? Don't blame God that you are not having the blessing if you rebel against God and keep disobeying God. Don't blame God because you don't do your part. Amen? That's why in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, Deuteronomy chapter 30, the Bible says this way. Listen carefully. You have to do your part. Verse 19 to 20. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both you and your descendants, not just you, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you, your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, may live or may have the blessing. That you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey His voice, and that you may cling to Him, for He is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land, talking about land again, the Garden of Eden, which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. We need to make choice every day. How many people make a choice to go after death? Raise your hand up. How many people choose life? Raise your hand up. How many people choose cursing? Raise your hand up. How many people choose blessing? Raise your hand up. So you have to do your part. Every single day, make a choice. Choose. Obey or not obey. Rebel or submit. Listen to the word. Do it or you're going to do whatever you want. Follow your own flesh or you're going to obey God. Therefore, don't blame God. If your life is full of the problems because you keep disobeying Him, God did His part already. We have to do our part to make the right choice, to submit to God and obey Him. Today, I would like to read about the story of a man who is such a great example to us in obeying God all the days of his life. This man, his name is Joseph. Joseph was born in a family. His dad named Jacob. And the blessing of God was upon him. Jacob had the blessing of Abraham upon him. And his 12 kids had the right to choose the blessing. But at that generation, only Joseph 
shows the blessing. The eleven brothers had a bad attitude, disobey God, have a wrong motive. Joseph had a dream to see that his parents and his brothers would serve him. He would become a boss one day. He would become the master. That dream he should not share with them at all. But because he was so young, so immature, he shared a dream with his family. When you get the blessing of God, many people are not happy. They are jealous. They are mad at you, and they want to get rid of you. The brothers, instead of rejoicing and submit to God, and love God and obey God, they began to harbor bitterness and jealousy in their heart, and they wanted to get rid of Joseph because they did not like. The message of the blessing upon Joseph. One day, Joseph went out into the field to look for the brothers who went went out to take care of the sheep and the animal. The brothers plot to kill him. One of the brothers named Reuben said, "Don't kill him. Just dump him into the ground. Get his coat off. The coat that was made by his father, the ornament coat, a multi-colored coat, and then kill an animal. Put the blood on the coat and." Bring it back to our father, and say that the animal already killed our brother Joseph. Our father would cry for a few days, but eventually he would get over it anyway. So they have a bad, bad plan to get rid of their own brother. Eventually, this brother pushed him into the cistern or into the pit, into the hole, and left him there to die in the wilderness. But by the blessing of God upon Joseph, one of the brothers, the Holy Spirit worked in the heart of the other brother called Judah. Judah was another brother. Judah come up with another idea, because the blessing of God was upon Joseph. No one can kill him. Judah took Joseph out of the pit or cistern and sold it to the Ishmaelites that came in as a caravan. So Joseph. Was sold as a slave, and he was sold again by the Ishmaelite to an officer of Pharaoh named Potiphar. All this time, one thing that I noticed in Joseph's life, he never bore any bitterness, he never complained against God, he never had any bad attitude, he never hated his brother. He just be thankful in all circumstances and trusted God. You never read in the Bible even one time that Joseph harbor or entertain any sinful attitude in his life. Do you know that sin blocks the blessing? Rebellion divert the blessing away from your life. Joseph chose the obedience. Joseph continue to trust in God and obey God. Jealousy stop the blessing. Unforgiveness stop the blessing. Adultery stop the blessing. Sexual immorality stop the blessing. Bad attitude stop the blessing. That's why the key is to repent every day and get right with God every single day. If you want to live in the blessing of God, Amen. Now Genesis chapter thirty nine verses one to six. Now Joseph, listen carefully. This is this is a very powerful. Message in the Bible. Now Joseph has been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him from the Ishmaelites, who had taken him down there. The Lord was with 
Joseph. The Holy Spirit was with Joseph. Who brought the blessing? Who bring the blessing to you? The presence of the Holy Spirit. The presence of God was with Joseph. He was a successful man. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Even though he became a slave, but he was successful. Not because he was a great man, but because the presence of God, because the agent of God was with him to bring the blessing to him, and his master saw. Wow, people around you see what's going on with you. That the Lord is with you, and you're successful. That the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. The blessing bring prosperity. Success, promotion, favor, and grace. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. You notice one thing: Joseph is a very trustworthy and faithful man. He obeyed God in everything, even though he was a slave. But he was so faithful and trustworthy in his job. He did not quit. He did not throw in a towel. Whatever responsibility he has, he did the best to serve his master. My brother and sister, I want to encourage all of you: please, don't have a bad attitude. When you face a little bit of problem in the church, I quit. I'm not doing anymore. When you face some resistance a little bit, I quit. If you're going to serve God and serve your master, be like Joseph. Do it to the end. Do the best you can. No complain. No bad attitude. If you want to be like Joseph, Amen. I know I'm pretty strong today, but if I don't say strongly, you will not get it. Be faithful, no matter what other people do. You still faithful in doing what God is calling you to do, Amen. If you want to live like Joseph, he served the master no matter what. Then he make him overseer of his house, and that he put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed again. The word "bless" come back. He blessed Adam. He blessed Abraham. Now he blessed the Egyptian house for Joseph's sake. Even in the position of a slave, the blessing of God was upon him. The presence of God was upon him. He was promoted to be the overseer or the second in command. He looked after even the bank account of the boss. The boss did not even have to worry about the income and the expense. He did not even cheat one penny. He was having a good attitude, faithful, trustworthy man. The boss could trust him one thousand percent. Can you become that kind of man and woman in this generation? Amen. He was put in charge of the whole house. And the Lord blessed him, and the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. I like that. If you are that kind of man and woman in this generation, wherever you are, that place is going to be blessed. When I moved to America, I was working at Harborview Hospital as a resident, and I was really persecuted by a lot of American doctors because I spoke with accent. I did not know American culture. Actually, the first day I walk into the operating room, I walk in with a bare foot. In Thailand, when we perform surgery, we just put in a slipper, bare foot, and all the nurses look at me. Wow, this foreign doctor walk in 
without any cover on his feet. They all laughed at me because I was so foreign in America. I was speaking with accent that no one understood me. Or many American surgeons in Harborview Hospital looked down on me, laughed at me, ridiculed me. But the blessing of God is upon me. My boss protected me. My boss went to those doctors and yelled at them and said, you could not touch this man. He's my employee. Wow, I can see the blessing of God protected me. And this is a true story. They sent residents to different hospitals. Each hospital lasts about six months. Harborview, six months. University Hospital, six months. Veteran Hospital, six months. Children Hospital, they take turn, the resident. And every time we have mortality and morbidity conference, morbidity means complication. Mortality means death. The list of mortality and mort- morbidity under my care in that hospital of that six months is short, very small. Other residents have a lot of death, have a lot of complications. And I now look back because the blessing of God was upon me. I'm a believer. I love God. I trust God. Even in that hospital, people die less than another hospital, have less complication than another hospital. My boss loved me so much. At one time at Harborview Hospital, after I finished six months of rotation, oh, Harborview is the worst place of rotation. No sleep at all. Night and day. Trauma, car accident, motorcycle accident. People shoot each other's head. You operate all night and you were the only one resident at the hospital. You have no time off. Only one Sunday a month you're off. And what happened? One of the residents did not do a good job. My boss could not sleep at night. You know who he called? He called me. Hello, mom, could you come back to Harborview Hospital for another six months? The reason he called me because he realized that the Lord was with me. And when I was there, less complication, less death, and no problem. And he called me back. And I did go back for six more months. That's what happened in Joseph's life. And it can happen to your life today. Amen. Hallelujah. Thus, he left. All that he had in Joseph's hands, that's what happened to me. My boss just sleep at home. I perform all the operation at night. He doesn't have to come to the hospital. And he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Now Joseph was handsome in form and appearance. Praise God. Joseph has so much blessing because he keep his attitude right. He did not get bitter. He did not have any bad attitude. He obeyed God. He was faithful, trustworthy, do the best he can to honor the Lord. And look at what the Bible says about his children. When you are the man of God, I want to talk to all the dads in this room, all the dads in his room. If you're the man of God, you love God, you are faithful to God, you don't sin against God, what happened? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 21. By faith, Jacob, Jacob, the dad of Joseph, when he was dying, bless each of the sons of Joseph and worship, leaning on the top of his staff. Before Jacob died, he did not call other grandchildren. He called only the sons of Joseph to lay hand and bless. The blessing of Abraham was not only on Jacob and Joseph, but now passed into Joseph's children. Wow, I like that. I want that favor from God. Whatever I do, the favor of God is on me. And I want the favor of God to go into Paul, Tanida, and Joy. 
and to Josiah and Nora and to all of my spiritual children in this church. The blessing will go down from the top into the next generation. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Joseph faced hardship. Joseph faced unfair treatment, but he stayed faithful and obedient to the Lord. He took care of everything in the house of Potiphar. And what happened? You remember in the Garden of Eden, the devil has never changed. He continued to be the robber, the destroyer, and the killer. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. The devil saw Joseph and said, hey, I'm going to destroy his blessing, okay? And he's going to do to you too. He wants to destroy the blessing in your life. You need to make the right choice like Joseph. Everyone say choice. Choice. The devil wants to destroy the blessing in Joseph's life. What happened in Genesis chapter 39, verses 7 to 23? And it came to pass after this thing that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, lie with me. Potiphar's wife would like to have a sexual relationship with Joseph. But he refused. He made choice to refuse and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all he has to my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day, that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment saying, lie with me. And now Joseph made another choice. And he left his garment in her hand. He fled and ran outside. So it was when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside that she called to the men of her house, spoke to them saying, See, he has brought in to us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me. Now she lied. The devil used her to destroy the blessing of Abraham upon Joseph's life. And I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that I lifted my voice. Wow, this is a bad lie. And cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke to him, to Potiphar, with words like this, saying, the Hebrew servant whom you brought to us came in to me to mock me. Lie again. So it happened as I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him saying, your servant did to me after this manner and that his anger was aroused. Then Joseph's master took him put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison. The devil wanted to destroy the blessing of Abraham in Joseph's life. But, everyone say, but. Did Joseph keep the right attitude? Did Joseph complain? 
Did Joseph quit? Oh, God is not fair. Oh, my master is not fair. I quit. I'm going to sit and do nothing and just drink coffee and do nothing and feel sorry for myself. Did he do that? No. He did not quit. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor. Everyone say favor. In the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not look into anything. He just eat, sit on the couch eating popcorn and watch TV. That was under Joseph's authority because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made him prosper. How many people want to live that kind of life? I want to. No matter where you are on this earth, whether Oahu, Seattle, Zurich, Luzerne, Beijing, wherever you are on this earth, in the prison, in the school, in Belleville, If the blessing of God is upon you, that blessing will bring favor to you, bring promotion, success, prosperity, and it will change the atmosphere around you. The prison become a peaceful place because Joseph was there. It will bring protection and the grace of God upon your life. Amen? Not too long, he became the master again. Promotion come because he obeyed the Lord. He keeps the heart right. My dear brother and sister, because of the blessing of God, Joseph has a wisdom. He could interpret the dream. He helped his friends in the prison to interpret the dream. Because of the blessing, he has so much seeing and knowing and understanding in the prison. Anybody has any question about anything, they would run to Joseph. Joseph, I have this problem. Could you please help me? Tell me what to do. And Joseph, by the presence of God, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the blessing of God upon him, he has the spirit of seeing, knowing, and understanding. Everyone say, seeing, knowing, understanding. How many people want to live that way? Everywhere you go, you have the wisdom of God to see, to know, and understand. He gave all the answers to these people, and they like him. Wow, this guy is amazing. I like him. I'm going to cooperate with him. And eventually, the news went to Pharaoh. Pharaoh had a dream, called Joseph in, because somebody reported to Pharaoh that there was a man in the prison, that the Lord was with him, and he had the spirit of seeing, knowing, and understanding. At the throne room, Joseph interpreted the dream, Before the sun set, his condition was changed from being a slave, a prisoner, to be a prime minister of Egypt, the second-hand man of Egypt. He took care of the whole country with the wisdom of God and with the blessing of God upon him. In that generation, Egypt became the most prosperous country in the whole world, while other countries... Face famine and poverty. 
if the blessing of God is upon you, whatever company you work for, wherever you are, that place gonna prosper. I like the story of Joseph, and because of the blessing of God was upon him, eventually his brothers and father and the whole family moved into Goshen, the land of Egypt. He saved the whole family from famine, like what God said to Abraham: "I bless you." So that you can be the blessing to the nations. When the blessing of God is upon you, you shall be the blessing. Not to be selfish and to be covetous, to be hoarding things to yourself. You get the blessing, so you can bless other people. You can be the blessing to the nations. Amen. Amen. That's why our church want to produce teaching in German language, in Thai language. In Mandarin language and sent to all over the world, God bless our church so much. We want to bless the nations. Amen. Amen. In conclusion, today, the blessing of God, the blessing of Adam, and the blessing of Abraham was brought back to us by the last Adam, the Lord Jesus Christ. He paid a price to get it back. We are the believers who are the joint heir with Christ. And we have the right to receive that blessing. You must believe in the blessing, speak the blessing, walk in the blessing, and walk in obedience. Submit to the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. Obey God. You must be like Joseph, who is faithful. Keep your heart right. Being faithful in doing what God called you to do. Don't quit. Don't complain. Don't grumble. Don't have a bad attitude. Just keep going, serving the Lord, being joyful, doing the right thing. And then the blessing of God will be upon you. You are going to see prosperity, success, favor, promotion, protection. Your children, grandchildren, great grandchildren, and the people around you shall be blessed. Christians should also seek to be in the church where the leader walk in obedience. Because if the blessing is upon the leader or the pastor. It will really go down to the members as well. That's how it works. Wherever house you are, the head obey God. Everyone under the house get blessed. That's what happened to Potiphar. That's what happened to the prison keeper. Happened to Pharaoh when Joseph show up, because this man of God show up. The blessing impact everybody around him. Amen. Including the boss. If you are a woman and you're single. And you want to get married? Look for a man who fear God and obey God. Because if you marry him, the blessing will go to you and go to your children. Amen. Man, if you're going to marry a woman, look for a woman who fear God and obey God. Not just look at the outward appearance. Mingle with people who obey God, so the blessing will be around you. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you convinced that the blessing of Abraham is yours? How many people are believers in this room? If you're not a believer, I would like to encourage you to accept Jesus Christ into your heart today. Pray with me. The Bible says that if you believe in your heart that Jesus is the Lord and your Savior, and He was raised from the dead on the third day, and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Salvation is not just about not going to hell. Salvation, including being set free from cursing. And receive the blessing from God. 
if you want to pray with me, just close your eyes and speak out loud to the Lord right now. Follow my prayer sentence by sentence. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, that I have sinned against you. Today, I turn around. I repent of my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and my Savior. He died on the cross to pay for my sins. Forgive me, Lord. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now to be my Lord. I will serve you all the days of my life. I will obey you and receive the blessing of Abraham. I am blessed so that I can be the blessing to the nations. Lord, thank you so much for loving me first. I will love you back and obey your commandments, the commandments of love. In Jesus' name, Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's give hand to those who give the life to Jesus Christ. Amen. Should we confess together as a believer what we learned today? That the blessing is ours, and we will walk in obedience together. Amen. Let's stand up and confess together. It's good to confess. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of the covenant, the God of the blessing, I believe the blessing of Abraham came upon me we are the Gentiles who believe in Jesus Christ. We are the children of God and the children of Abraham by faith. We are joy heirs with Christ. You never lie, Lord. What you say in the Bible is always true. What I see in the life of Joseph Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will happen to me. I walk in the blessing. The blessing overtake me, around me, in front of me, behind me. I welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. Upon my life, I promise you, Lord, I will be diligent in reading the Bible, knowing Your Word, obeying Your Word, and obeying the voice of the Spirit. All the days of my life, I will keep my attitude right. I will obey You. Check my motive every day. I make a 
choice, the right choice every day, day and night. I choose life. I choose the blessing. I choose obedience. I want to be the bunch of Joshua, the people who serve with Joshua. I don't want to be the first generation of the Hebrews who wander around in the wilderness. I want to enter the promised land by faith and in obedience. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thankful.